This podcast is brought to you by Ambiguous Podcast Solutions. If you're interested in creating or expanding your podcast, find out more at ambiguouspodcastsolutions.com. Join Ambiguous Podcast Solutions to bring your podcast to life. Welcome to Wake Up With Wall Street for Friday, January 15th. Today's top stories, President-elect Biden has unveiled his COVID economic relief package. The total proposed size is more than double the $900 billion deal which went into effect last month. But what's included this time? More about that in a moment. If you were hoping that the coming inauguration on Wednesday would mean less rancor and more civility in Washington, D.C., then I've got bad news for you. The U.S. Senate is working on plans to move immediately to the impeachment trial of current President Trump. How will they do that while confirming all the nominees for the incoming administration? I'll explain in a bit. And how is our stock market responding to all this overnight? More on those and other topics in a minute. I'm Scott Nations. Now wake up and let's get to it. A quick recap of the action on Wall Street from Thursday. The major indexes closed lower yesterday with one striking exception. The S&P lost four-tenths of one percent. The Dow lost about half that, two-tenths of one percent. And the NASDAQ 100 index lost just more than one-half of one percent. So what was that striking exception? Well, the Russell 2000 index of small cap stocks gained more than two percent on the day. The size of that divergence is really something. You don't see that very often, but it is good to see the little guys doing well. The sectors were again mixed, and this has become a recurring theme recently. Yesterday, we saw technology, consumer discretionary, and the consumer staple sectors leading the way lower. But if the sectors were mixed and somebody had to do well, who was that? Well, that would be the industrials, financials, and energy sectors, with energy being the big winner on the day, that sector gained 3%. So what lit the fuse for those energy stocks? Well, crude oil gained 1.5% on the day to close at $53.75 a barrel, nearly matching its highest level since early last year. The 10-year yield gained back some of Wednesday's declines. It closed Thursday at 1.13%. Again, this is really important for just about everything in our economy, so I'll be paying attention to the 10-year yield. Those higher rates made things tough for precious metals. Gold lost one half of 1% on the day. One thing higher yields will help is the US dollar. And while it lost a tiny bit yesterday, the dollar index is back above 90. Volatility rose on Thursday thanks to the falling stock market. Valdex gained just more than 4%. Away from Wall Street, President-elect Biden unveiled his proposed COVID relief package yesterday, and he implored lawmakers to act now. Biden's plans call for direct payments of $1,400 per person and more funding for the pandemic response, which we certainly seem to need given the weak performance of vaccinations so far. The plan also calls for aid to state and local governments. Given the initial jobless claims data released yesterday morning, which showed a surprising jump in initial claims, it's going to be easy to make the case for Mr. Biden's plans. What will not be so easy is to explain how we're going to pay for it, but we never seem to concern ourselves with figuring out how to pay for the stuff our governments do. And the U.S. Senate is making plans to hold President Trump's impeachment trial at the same time they're considering the nominations of incoming officials and the rest of President-elect Biden's agenda, including his new economic package for COVID relief. This is an idea that Mr. Biden himself suggested recently, his idea was to hold a trial during one half of the day and have the Senate conduct its regular business during the other half of the legislative day. While some important Republicans are in favor of the impeachment effort, 
it's tough to see how the Senate will be able to do both things well. Looking at the day ahead on Wall Street, stocks are starting to realize that we're going to have to pay for all this government spending, and they're now worried that one answer might be the repeal of the recent decrease in corporate taxes. At 7 a.m. Eastern Time, the major indexes are all set to open lower by about one quarter of 1%, but crude oil is doing even worse. It's down by one and a third percent overnight, while copper is down 1%. Continuing our look at the day ahead, we'll get the second half of the inflation picture at 8.30 a.m. Eastern Time with the release of producer price index data for December. On Wednesday, we learned that consumer prices were hotter than expected. They showed a gain of 0.4%. So this producer price data will be important. The market expects producer prices rose by 0.4%. If you strip out food and energy, the consensus expectation is for an increase of 0.2%. Some believe you have to pull food and energy out of the picture because those prices are too volatile, but everyone is still spending money on food and energy, so I think that's dumb. Humans are smart. They can account for the volatility of food and energy prices, so I, I always prefer to look at the headline number. We'll also get retail sales data for December, and this will also be important because it will signal the strength of the holiday shopping season, which is so critical for so many retailers. And earnings season kicks off in earnest today with the big banks going first. We'll get earnings from JP Morgan, Wells Fargo, Citigroup, and PNC Bank today. And finally, what you've all been waiting for, since it's Friday, that means it's time for this week's worst company in the world. This week's worst company in the world is the National Basketball Association. That's right, the beloved NBA. Because after a wonderfully successful season, thanks to the Florida bubble, which made certain players and staff remain free from COVID, the NBA threw open the doors this season and the results are a predictable disaster. Games have been postponed due to contact tracing concerns. And when games aren't postponed, they're often held with a team having just eight players on the bench. On Wednesday, we saw three games postponed, and tonight we already have two games postponed. The NBA needs to rethink its protocols, and while the bubble may not be realistic this time, something has to change. And on that happy note, or at least for the NBA, that's been Wake Up With Wall Street for Friday, January 15th. I'm Scott Nations. Remember, you can join me every weekday to get a jump on the day ahead. Now wake up and go get them.